There's been a hostage standoff at a Dallas synagogue. More next. Yeah, so Malik Akram, he's a British national. Um, I don't know if he resides in the U.S., but uh, he was in the U.S., and he held up a Jewish synagogue, and this was just a couple days ago. Um, so he's, You got he, more details on this? He's, he's Muslim, and, uh, and, you know, whenever you have the Muslim and the Jewish community, mm-hmm. um, it can get inflammatory. I know the FBI said some things, and they've been hammered because they said it wasn't a hate crime, but then more information's coming out that's saying it, it might have been a hate crime. Right. They didn't initially call it terrorism. Right. But but now it is. But what a great job by the, the team that diffused the situation. Right. All the hostages came out uh, without without any injuries, without any deaths. Uh, didn't end well for the hostage taker. But Yeah, that was a great job by the FBI. And, and I, we got a video here that gives us some more details. Matic ending overnight to the frightening 11-hour standoff at a Texas synagogue. SWAT teams moving in, and all of the hostages are now safe. ABC's Maria Villarreal is live on the scene in Texas. Maria, good morning. Good morning, but as you can see right behind me, police have this whole area blocked off around the synagogue. It'll remain like that for most of the morning as they continue their investigation. The standoff ending late last night in a dramatic way just as it began earlier yesterday morning. This morning, all four hostages safe and the gunman dead after a 10-hour standoff at a North Texas synagogue. FBI, uh, ATF, HSI. Uh, Texas Department of Public Safety and all of our local uh, partners all responded. The FBI called out uh, the hostage rescue team, which is an elite uh, hostage rescue force out of Quantico, Virginia. I think they brought 60 or 70 people uh, from Washington, D.C. to uh, to come and help with the situation. Yeah, that's just a really an amazing job, you know, by the FBI to work together with their team, bringing people from Quantico. Yeah. And, you know, we hear... Uh, example after example of this of the FBI where they diffuse a situation like this and they're able to get people all the people out alive while you know taking care of the suspect so the he was apprehended and killed so you gotta also think that Texas law enforcement must have done a great job because it takes some time for them to get to DC down to Dallas right uh and and so they were able to handle the situation in the meantime but it's at least a two-hour flight Hour or two-hour flights. Another thing it makes me think about is you have this this government intelligence organization, and uh, this is a theme I'm seeing more and more on everything. There's good things they do, and then there's bad things they do. They have good intentions, and they have bad intentions. Mm -hmm. There's good people in there. There's bad people in there. You know, it's almost with every organization because you see how good the hostage team handled it. They got they got they diffused the situation. But also you see all this this shady stuff documented through history about how the FBI has been used as a political weapon. Yeah. You know, they've been they've been using uh, informants and things like that. And and they've done all kinds of things with like drug trades to flow in money. You know, there's a there's an abusive contracting situation with the intelligence agencies prying on people's information. However, just saying that this is the theme I'm seeing uh, in all kinds of news, that, yeah. that there's there's a good and bad side to everything. Well, so. they should definitely get credit here. Right, yeah, great, the, great job done. So. The hostage, the hostage rescue team. But what about the guys that come and come out and jump the gun, being like, "Oh no, this wasn't a hate crime." You know, let's just dismiss it like it didn't happen. Yeah. 
And Maybe just be. a communication error. Yeah, yeah, and I'm I'm king of communication errors. The hostage so. negotiation team, part of the massive rescue effort, remaining in contact with the suspect throughout the day. It's very likely this situation would have ended very badly early on in the day had we not had professional, consistent negotiation with the subject. Police confirming the suspect, whose identity is not being publicly released, is now dead after what they called a shooting incident. The situation beginning late Saturday morning at Congress. Yeah, and they've released that, um, the suspect's name, Malik Akram now. Malik Akram. Beth Israel, when the suspect interrupted a scheduled Shabbat service, taking a rabbi and three others hostage. Law enforcement officials telling ABC News the suspect claimed he had explosives in his backpack and was demanding wow. the release of convicted terrorist Afia Siddiqui, who was sentenced to 86 years in federal prison for attempted picture. murder of a U.S. soldier. FBI agents and local law enforcement working to figure out the connection. Uh, and that's really just like crazy behavior to think that you're going to go hold these people hostage and have bombs to get somebody released that's in jail for 85 years or 80 to 100 yeah. years. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I didn't mean to snicker here, but I was just thinking about the situation. You have an English, an English Muslim mm -hmm. going into a Texas synagogue to help free a Pakistani nationalist. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's a terrible, it's a it's a rough situation. Good everybody made it out, but it's very interesting. Uh, yeah, sh it just really proves he's lost his marbles, though, to, <laughs> to think that he was going to win here and get somebody released. Action so. between the hostage taker and Siddiqui, she looks members like of a nearby Islamic center, telling me about one of the hostages, Rabbi Charlie Citron Walker, and voicing their support for the Jewish community. I know Rabbi Charlie for the last six, seven years. Uh, we have worked as part of Interfaith. He has been somebody who uh, has taught everybody that people come first, uh, then the faiths, and look at all the positive things. We are always with them, and whatever they need help, anything, we are here for them. The release of Afia Sadiq was at the crux of the suspect's demands, but the attorney for this woman basically says she does not know him. He is not a relative of hers, and they condemned her actions, saying in part in a statement, his actions are heinous and wrong, and her case must be addressed through the court of law. Janae? Maria, thank you. Wow. So they weren't even related at all or friends of any kind? I'm curious for more details to come out. And it's obvious that the details are actively coming out because since since uh, this news story was done, they've actually named the guy. And uh, I wonder if he was radicalized in some way to be connected to her. Yeah. And in the future, this video here will be a good archive point, you know, to say, well, here's how it was being perceived now. You know, let's see when all the information flows out what the real story was. Yeah. Um, but it seems that was like really a great point there at the end, uh, talking about the pastors working together yeah. through that organization and that, you know, he was a great individual that, yeah, the, the, the Muslim the and rabbi, Jewish, yeah. they, they worked together through, through yeah. this. So, well, anyways, horrible situation that, that had a, a, a pretty good ending and, uh, come talk about it with us on the free speech forum.com. There's been lots of good discussion on this topic. Yeah, I think and, there's a thread already out there on this. So Yeah, let us know what you think. Uh, let us know uh, more like why you think he did this and uh, and any more details. If you're in Texas or in Dallas and you have some more information, please share it with us. Yeah, and like and subscribe. Hit that bell so you don't miss any future podcasts. All right, see you all. See you next time.